In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Tonight, as the world burns, we are waiting for the return of Christ. Tonight, we wait for the King who will bring peace to the earth, as was promised by the song of the angels the night of his birth. Bring, pre- bring peace to that earth that is, at this very moment, erupting with war and violence and hatred. Tonight, the world outside rages. But as we wait for Christ, we aren't waiting outside. We're waiting within the gates of the New Jerusalem, waiting within the house of God. In our psalm for this evening, King David looks with joy upon Jerusalem, the home at this point of the tabernacle, the precursor to the temple and the house of God. He speaks with joy as he considers the image of the Israelites going up to this house of God. David is filled with joy as he considers the image of Israel's children leaving behind the world of sin, sorrow, fear, and war as they make their way to the house of God and enter into the presence of his righteousness, his joy, his comfort, and peace. Farmers got to walk away from the fields that were barely producing crops and walk into the house of the God who had rained down manna from heaven. Widows got to walk away from their half-empty beds into the arms of the Lord who had sworn to raise the dead. Soldiers got to put down their swords and walk away from the blood-soaked fields of battle and into the arms of of the God who had sworn to bring peace to this earth with his mercy and forgiveness. Beggars got to gather beside kings. Kings got to gather beside beggars, and those who were divided by class and title got to be brothers as they walked out of this world of division and into the united house of the one true God. What a joyous thing it must have been to behold. And thanks be to God, we get to behold it. So the world outside burns with your sins. You look out and you see how you've set everything on fire with your selfishness, your pride, your arrogance, and cruelty. You didn't come to the aid of the people who needed you. You refused to forgive those who didn't come to your aid when you needed them. You burned in anger at your neighbors, and so your relationships were set ablaze. You wanted the glory and love of this world more than you wanted the glory and the love of your God. So you ignored his word, did what was right in your own eyes, lived in service to your flesh, and to your corrupted judgment. But everything you tried to build was incinerated. You couldn't build a life of joy. You couldn't build lasting happiness. You couldn't build a life of meaning and belonging. Instead, everything just went up in flames. Likewise, you looked out at the world, and your sin wasn't the only fire that you saw raging. War, violence, and instability 
erupt throughout the nations. The rich devour the poor. The poor gnash their teeth at the rich. Perversion and filth spread like flames in a dried-out forest. People are becoming increasingly lonely, increasingly isolated, increasingly hopeless, heartless, and godless. Everywhere you look, the world burns. And here we are waiting for Jesus to return, waiting for him to extinguish the flames with his resurrection glory. But even though the world outside burns, as we're waiting, we're not waiting outside. Tonight, as we do every time we gather to hear God's word, we are waiting within the walls of God's house. We are waiting in the presence of the God who has already won the victory and who will set that victory before our eyes at the moment of Christ's return. So wait with joy. Wait with peace. Wait with the words of David bursting off your lips. The words, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Who is Christ? He's the Savior who extinguished the fire of your sins by being consumed in your place at the cross. He's the Son of God who took on human flesh in order for that flesh to receive the burning condemnation you had earned. He's the Savior who forgave your every transgression, who wiped them all out of existence through the shedding of his blood. Jesus is the one who died for your sins and rose for your justification. He's the one who doused you with water and holy baptism and delivered you into the unburnable house of God, the house where no flames of sin can ever hurt you. Jesus is the one who was the true tabernacle, the true temple, and thus brought that temple, that house of God, to you, wherever two or three are gathered in his name. Who is Christ? He's the King of kings, who has ripped this world out of the devil's hands, who has taken back his Father's creation, and sworn to rule it forever with justice and mercy. Jesus is the judge who will right all wrongs and crush all evils. He's the great physician who will raise the dead and dry every tear. Jesus is the Son of God who will come again to clothe this earth in undying peace. The Son of God who will take the salvation that has kept us safe within the walls of the church and spread it through every atom of the universe. Who is Christ? He is the one who will snuff out every burning flame and instead keep us safe in the warmth of God's love forever. 
I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. When King David wrote these words, he was most likely writing them about either the Feast of Weeks, the first fruits of wheat harvest, or the Feast of Ingathering at the year's end. These were the three times a year when the Israelites were called to gather in this fashion. But we have something far greater tonight than three times a year. We get to do this every day if we so desire. Every day of our lives, we have the right to leave this world of sorrows behind and to find peace in the church, whether that church is the sanctuary at 8646 New Sappington Road, whether it's a mud hut in war-torn Africa, or whether it's the most glorious cathedral that the hands of man have ever built. So, this house of God, where the Prince of Peace comes to dwell with us in water, in word, in his body and blood. That's where we have the right to be. So you farmers, come walk away from the fields that are barely producing crops and walk into the house of God, the God who rains down manna from heaven, the God who invites you to feast on the bread of life, in the word you hear preached, and in the sacraments you feel and taste. Come, you widows, walk away from your half-empty beds and into the arms of the Lord who swears to raise the dead every time you sing Christ's resurrection in the psalms and hymns that we proclaim within these walls. Come, you soldiers whose blades are still bloodied with the warfare of this burning world and come find peace in the arms of your Prince of Peace while the flames rage outside. Come, you beggars. Come, you kings. Come leave this world of division behind and find unity in the presence of the God who makes all who believe in him one and calls us all his beloved children. Come, you weary sinners, walk away from the embers of your condemnation and walk into the house of the God who cannot remember your sins and who will not ever stop calling you his beloved child. Come, all you who labor and are heavy laden with smoke-filled lungs and find rest in Jesus Christ. Come out of this world of fire. Come into the house of God. Come rest within the gates of the new Jerusalem, our mother above the church. Come rest because the world is burning, but the children of God are not. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.